0: Uh, welcome to the Club Club Podcast. My name is James Alvarado. I am the owner
1: and head idiot at Hard Audio Cables. I'm joined today by Zach.
0: Oh, Say hello, hello Zach.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> can't see you wave. Uh, yeah, this is
0: Hey. This is an audio podcast.
1: <laughs> and Hannah. Hello. That reminds me that I should pull
0: your face up onto my screen, Zach. Sorry. Okay. Oh, wow. Rude. How have you guys been? You said I look nice and you haven't—you didn't even have my face on the screen.
1: Well, I took it down so I could
3: start recording.
0: <laughs> okay, sure. I'm doing oh.
3: good. It's a, it's a beautiful rainy night tonight.
2: Nice. Yeah, it's going to snow tonight.
1: Oh, exciting. You guys get to shovel mm-hmm. all that.
2: It probably no, won't be shovel be worthy. Slick.
1: Yeah. But yeah. It's actually been pretty overcast it's here coming. all week. It's been nice.
0: Yeah, it's been very dreary. Mm. Yep.
1: Yep. All right. So, Patrick, do you want to introduce the album we're doing this week?
3: This week, we listened to an album called Bird in Peace by the band Click. It was released on May 27th, 2016 by the label Top Shelf Records, uh, a well-known label in the emo scene. The band was formed in 2014. Um, They had one release prior to this album, uh, which was an even shorter album, Um, and... This is their first release um, on like a larger, more well-known label, I would say. Um, and it was also their last release. They broke up about a year after putting this out. Um, they broke up November 2017. Well, I don't know exactly when they broke up, but on Facebook, they were there's posts from that era where they were basically recording a third album that never came out. And the last post on their Facebook page says, Mastering and artwork for our new record are done. More details soon. <laughs> there's been and no updates nothing. uh for three years since I that unfortunately but uh, <laughs> That's sad. some of the members have moved on and started other bands um don't know what it became of the uh, third album there but yeah this is generally um somewhere within the emo realm this music uh i came across a quote when uh googling about this album and this was from an interview with the band and i thought this was funny uh the question asked to the band was, what do you think are the perfect circumstances or the perfect environment in which to listen to the record? And they replied, after a soul-crushing week on the edge of your bed surrounded by empty beer cans. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think
1: pretty accurately sums up the sound of the album. (laughs) That's not bad. So how did you find out about this band? That's a good question. I think I first came
3: across their song Sucker from their previous album on probably read it and was, I thought it was cool. I never really looked into them any more than that one song at that time. And then when this album came out, I really took no notice of it. Uh, They played in Boston. I didn't know. I didn't go to the show. Um, But then a couple years ago, a new band was formed by some of the members called half thought. And I started listening to them like that a lot and then started going back and listening to click more because of that and got into their catalog that way i remember you sending me half thought a couple mm -hmm. years ago yeah i like that band a lot too i recommend them yeah it's It's pretty similar to this similar yeah Yeah. it's a little different but not too different Mm -hmm. it's actually though i think it's a bass player of click that started half thought Mm -hmm. so i think he takes some larger songwriting role and I thought then he didn't click but i'm not 100 sure
2: yeah so this band's from philadelphia correct
3: that's right okay and they definitely have that philly yeah that's sound. what i was gonna say i
2: feel like <laughs> yeah. this sound to me is just like very like philly diy like yeah like philly emo i don't know
1: why did they not come to our show i don't know harsh <laughs> what were, were they show? were they even abandoned <laughs> <laughs> I guess not by that time. I'm still hurt about it, though. Mm. So where do you want to start with it, Pat? Uh,
3: I don't know. Everybody just go around and give their impression of the album. I mean, I guess I can start. Obviously, I picked it and I like it a lot. Um, It's got just like a certain sound that I'd really uh, vibe with for some reason um, it's sort of like it's not like noodly, but it's like there's guitar lines that sound cool it's not like really like heavy but it has like some riffs it's just got that like You know some days you're just like fed up with like something in your life and it just really like captures that vibe some of the songs are like really emotional some of them are more like almost tongue-in-cheek um so i don't know yeah it's just i also like that the songs are very short they get to the point extremely quickly do their thing and then they move on to the next song
2: yeah, it's a short album but it's still 13 songs I was kind of surprised like when I actually looked at the tracklist 25-ish minutes yeah, yeah. I, um, I
0: like that it's short too yeah. yeah
2: so yeah I like this album a lot too I mean I was familiar with it um like Patrick um but yeah to me like I kind of like hate when I don't want to say this like I don't like describing any band as like bombastic like that like annoys me but I feel like i can describe this band that way in a way that i like um if that makes any sense um like there's kind of like in your face but not in a like not in a like pup way like
0: mildly in your face yeah just, I, I would not have yeah. described
3: it that way bombastic <laughs> i wouldn't say but i kind of see what you're saying
2: yeah like i don't know it's like the kind of bombastic that i like
0: in moderation
2: <laughs> yeah it's kind of like bombastic but like they also just like sound like they've been smoking weed or something <laughs> I don't know so <laughs> it's like not that I don't know I don't know how else to describe it um but yeah so I I also like this album a lot I wish that I could have seen them live I feel like also this album like makes is like the kind of band that like makes me miss shows a lot um for sure <laughs> yeah exactly
0: I can't I can see pointing by James, but I can't tell what he's doing.
2: <laughs> yeah, you trying so you have no clue your what turn.
3: you're
1: pointing at.
0: There's yeah, only one more person it could be. Everyone's in a different order. <laughs> just so. edit this out, please. Zach,
1: what
2: <laughs> do you think about it?
0: Um You know how we joked about me being the heel of this podcast? Yep. Well I thought it was okay. I didn't <laughs> Yeah. Like I didn't hate it. I, I thought it overall, like it was just a very okay album. It was it was a little too like I don't know if monotone it's not necessarily monotone but it kind of felt flat and droney um
2: monotone isn't like a bad way to describe it
0: yeah it's just homogenous I kind of get what you mean yeah homogenous it's it's, and like I did like the the, short songs is great but I did feel like they could have done with like just cutting some and expanding out some of their ideas because there were a couple songs I was like getting into as they were ending which, you know, it's always good to leave them wanting more, but sometimes you actually do kind of want some more. But I don't know. There was nothing that really, like, altogether drew me in, you know? Like, that that first track was was great. And then the middle was just kind of, like, just this long mess. And I, I mean, I guess to really, like, to give you an anecdote... I was doing some work and I took a break and I was like, I'm going to throw this on and go for a quick walk. And I walked outside and it's just like, it's really dreary out and it just starts to sprinkle a little bit. And I was like, okay, I've got my jacket on. I'm going to listen to three songs, turn around, and then head back to the house. So I get three songs in and I look down at my phone and I'm on track seven. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> But there's like no, there's like it kind of flows. Uh, you yeah, know, a lot of them like straight in there. Other. But sure. I could not tell like where one ended and one began. And
1: I really like that about it.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I also felt that way. Like, oh man, it's over. It just ended. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. I have a lot of different thoughts about it, though. I'm not sure if I can sum it up easily. Well, just start picking into them. Um. I felt like it was a more laid-back, less interesting guitar-wise than Talk Land of Talk for me. For sure. But I still thought it was enjoyable, and I, I especially liked how nice uh, and concise the songs were. I thought there were a lot of really good hooks and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, maybe they're <laughs> not doing all this crazy stuff on the guitar, but I mean, it doesn't have to be that way, you know what I mean? And I thought um, I could totally see this on like a playlist- an emo playlist of mine, right? And it's just going to be shuffled through and I'll be happy every time one comes on and won't skip it. But at the same time, I don't know that it's going to be like a favorite album of mine where I'm going to go to it and want to listen to it for the experience of the album from front to back. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I liked uh, a lot of the songs and I did feel like it was in danger of sounding homogenous at times, but they were, they would have well-timed change of paces. So like that Top Field song... first one on the album. And then that that song Crater comes in at at a good time. And then there was one more, I believe. It's probably that wishful thinking song, mostly because it has like that um, guitar lead, (laughs) which is like pretty unique on the album. Funny you say
2: that because while I was listening to it today, that song came on and I was like, this kind of sounds like "Land of Talk," <laughs> the wishful thinking song. So, I think, and like I wouldn't have thought that if we hadn't just talked about that album in like such depth.
1: But I, I like, like how subtle it is on that song, mm-hmm. where it's mixed and everything is cool to me. And um, you could miss it if you're not listening on headphones or, you know, a good, or if you're not listening intently or whatever, uh, you could miss <laughs> it. But it's it's nice when you when you do notice it. I think the reason I like this album so much is just the emotional vibe
3: that it creates I really enjoy.
0: Just sadness. (laughs) Just real sad. It
3: says like melancholy like But
1: there's like a tiredness that goes along with it. Yes, a tiredness, yeah. Like world weariness. Mm -hmm. And I I identify with that. And I also feel like this sounds like (laughs) something I'd hear in in the background at Patrick and Hannah's house. So (laughs) while they're cooking me dinner. In a world
2: weary house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised that I didn't recognize more of it. But I guess maybe you guys caught on to it. I got into it more recently. Yeah, I don't think we really played
2: it around you much. Yeah.
1: So I thought tonally and uh, the approach on the riffs was something more akin to what you like to do on the guitar, Pat. So I um, was listening to it and I could see like, oh yeah, that's why he likes to uh, do it that way, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And like every good married couple, I disagree with it a little bit, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's great. That's why, it's it's a good, it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, when I was listening to this, uh, in the kitchen earlier, Jessica said it sounded like Patrick a lot too. <laughs> so, did
1: anybody
2: else? I mean, yeah, it's an ebo, an ebo <laughs> album. Yeah. So,
1: did anybody else think? First, I guess I should say is, like, I really like the vocal style. I like, like, um, not, not screaming, but, like, half yelled vocals.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, a high volume. I love it. And they do that all, mm-hmm. all the time on this. Just the,
0: the step back and... Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I really like... Uh, it sounded like male-female vocal harmonies. I really like those moments. It may just be two dudes and one's got a higher voice or something. But
0: Yeah, there's actually two vocalists, it turns out. I just looked yeah. that up, like, right before this. So, when they harmonized I think
1: there up. was
3: a female vocalist that contributed some songs to okay. them. Okay. Contributed to
1: some songs. So, like, on top field, I feel like I can hear it. And then on that song, Mess, it sounds more significant or, like, louder. Mm-hmm.
2: Higher, yeah higher one of my like part. favorite parts of the album is the transition from top field to mess like yeah. i feel like every time that happens on the album i was I'm like, just like...
1: The first time i listened to it i thought it was part of that song i was like oh man yeah, that's yeah, awesome yeah. you know and it, yeah it's i really just like that song, transition
2: though.
1: yeah i really like that too and yep. um i was gonna say vocally reminded me of rivers Cuomo at times Cuomo, the guy from weezer
3: oh yeah i i don't maybe and it, it not, as a band wasn't the first thing that came to mind for me
1: uh, the way they approached the guitarists reminded me of a little bit of Weezer, but also uh, Jeff the Brotherhood. Haven't heard him. And they're just like a... I think they used to be a, a two-piece, if I remember correctly. Just a similar style of riffing. So, I thought... Tempo-wise, a lot of the songs are similar, which I could see why Zach maybe felt the same way, felt that way about a lot of them. And that's also why when they'll transition to another song, you know, it sounds like part of the present song you're on, you know. But uh, I kind of am a sucker for that. Like I, I always love albums that sound like one long song from beginning to end. But I hate long albums and I hate long songs. So, uh, <laughs>
0: What a living contradiction. I uh, know. You know, I'm
1: complicated. Um, and, and so because of those things, it reminded me of Floor, which I don't know if I've ever gotten you guys to actually listen to. Okay. i to them.
0: I've, yeah, I've jammed some floor.
1: Both in terms of the way they approach the vocals and just structuring the songs and getting to the point and moving on, you know. And I uh, liked it for
3: that. Do we want to talk uh, tones more specifically, as we normally do?
2: Please, we can For talk me, some tones. Uh,
3: I think the album is not, it, it's not an album that I would point to as like this is the world's best mixed album. Um, I think they mix it themselves. I think they did a good job, but you know, it doesn't sound like a, like a hotshot producer mixed it or anything. Um, but I think it serves the album well. Um, has that DIY type vibe to it. The guitars, I think, all sound good.
2: Yeah, there's nothing about the way it sounds that's like distracting mm-hmm. or like seems off. Like it just like sounds like it should to
0: me. Yeah.
3: I think if anything, the drum sound could be spiced up a
0: little bit. They sounded but. a little quiet to me, to be honest. Once the, the drums sound a little quiet yeah yeah
1: i never found myself having thoughts about the drums so really really I, I just didn't yeah. notice them really
0: hmm. maybe you should think about drums more i should
1: how was the bass hannah great <laughs> zach
2: why don't you ask zach
1: yeah express yourself zach use your words
0: no i'm just gonna make little hand gestures uh yeah. for an audio for only listeners. podcast i i don't think that i mean i just don't really think it stood out honestly i i don't really have too much of an opinion on it i mean it's more their their sound more was of a guitar sound anyways they kind of had loud and uh distorted guitars and like they like their twangy or more of their it's not twinkly. really, yeah, more twinkly, I guess. It's not that twinkly,
2: I don't
3: think.
0: There's some twinkles. This is not what There's I would, would call twinkles. There's a little twinkles. Bit. They're definitely, they're not like a full like, hashtag twinkle daddy band. You know, they're not no, like not at all.
2: No, but they have twinkle
0: parts. There's a eh. yeah. I don't think they really do. There's a, to a few be with pickings. You. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mostly they just they're playing some low strumming. Power chords. Um, um but it, it, I mean the guitars. There's some parts where it it sounds a little muddy, and I think it's definitely intentional. Uh, to just kind of create just a good good wall. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I think that was kind of the main focus. I don't the bass kind of took a backseat to me.
1: One one thought I had about it. I'm sorry, Pat. Uh, you go ahead. No, I was I wasn't saying it Okay. Um, one thought I had while well, listening to this is sort of like, I'm curious what it would be like listening to him live because I would sort of feel like am I supposed to be moshing here or just kind of head bobbing you know (laughs) or um, they have a sound where it could be sort of in between and it's like it would be interesting to see that dynamic from crowd to crowd or city to city. Yeah I
2: think it would just vary like city to city like probably people did mosh at their shows but it wouldn't be a given. And
1: it definitely has emotional highs where you could see Mm -hmm. people getting hyped up. I would just see people bobbing. Well yeah I mean it takes a lot to get me to (laughs) To go ham out there i could picture people just standing and intently watching or you know going nuts in a living room somewhere you can kind of picture both yeah and um i'd be curious to see it so like you guys i'm bummed that they broke up <laughs> mm-hmm. sucks they were kind of on the rise when they broke up too to be honest like
3: they were signed to top shelf they were opening for like a bunch of big names in philadelphia
2: mm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: like who do you know, know anyone off the top of your head they just opened curious. for
3: Hopalong. Oh. Well. um they opened for a band that was has been canceled now. Um, Glockamora, which I mean, they Glockamora only really blew up after they broke up, anyway. But um,
0: yeah, that's that's sad. I I really enjoyed that Glockamora album.
3: No, I see. I'm not the big the world's biggest Glockamora fan. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. We can get into that later. That,
0: as the um, heel, I have to. I like know what a you lot don't of like people that absolutely. Yeah, a lot love of our friends Glockamora. like really really like them. Glockamora. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Man.
3: It's just, uh, for some reason, it doesn't quite land with me. But anyway. um,
0: Too bombastic, maybe?
3: (laughs) Yeah. That's it. (laughs) What else do we normally talk about?
2: Uh, We can talk about the artwork. Sure. Um... I mean, for me, the artwork is just kind of... It's okay. It's not great. It reminds me of that Copeland um, album artwork. Oh, I literally yeah. Just, I just Googled it so I could remember what the name of it is. Beneath Medicine Tree. Uh, I this now one. that you say was that, like yeah, my that's, jam and.
0: I love that album school, so much. High
2: school? Middle school, high school, I don't know. Um, 2003. That was... Yeah, 2003. That's been some
0: time. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just like the same style. You know what? Basically. That's next
0: week's album. We're talking... <laughs> Zach, yeah. you weren't born yet
1: for this one, remember? Oh, well, that's true. Know, yeah,
2: anything before 2006, <laughs> I assumed Zach wasn't born. Yeah,
3: yeah, I agree with that. Take Hannah. I, I, yeah, it's not, not great, my favorite but album. Like, I, I think it almost would have been better if it didn't have the like people on it, and
2: it was just if it didn't have picture. one of the elements, like and it was just with, that picture or yeah. just the drawing. But yeah, then together, I like don't love. So Patrick, describe the album artwork. I feel like you're good at doing that.
0: <laughs> it's a picture of. Hold on, I'm going to draw it while you you describe
3: it. Window. Looks like curtains on on a window with a shadow of, like, the cross bars on the window and also tree limbs and branches. And superimposed on top of that is a white line drawing. Uh, There's a square order. Wait, white? I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's white. (laughs) (laughs) At the top left, it says click. At the bottom right, it says bird in peace. And in the center is a line drawing of like two people sitting. They're they're not sadly pictures. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> sitting sadly, their head <laughs> in in their hands. Um you can almost overlap picture the beer bottles laying around them. Yeah, they're overlapping. Yes. Um they're not there's what they're seating sitted on is not pictured. Um so we're left to wonder about that. Mm-hmm. Um mm. but one person has long hair about shoulder level or maybe a bit above The other one appears to have short hair.
2: It also reminds me of that pile shirt that I have, except that's an awesome shirt. Mm. And
1: this one just doesn't quite hit it. Yeah, this just doesn't quite
2: get it. But it's actually pretty similar.
1: Similar vibe on that uh, War on Drugs record album cover called The One Lost in the Dream. Similar colors. Also, curtains in the picture. Also, sad looking guy in the picture.
0: Curtains. Yeah, that's. I need a list of all album covers with curtains. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but yeah, album art. I liked it. Didn't think it was bad.
0: I thought it was alright. I thought it it served its purpose.
1: So I thought my favorite riff on the album was that in that song "Separate." The intro riff. Yeah, that's
0: a good
1: one.
2: Oh yeah.
3: Some of my I think my favorite. Oh, go ahead. Song is wishful thinking um there's a lot of good songs but just the way that song flows from the beginning to end i really like and um yep. it's a vibe really well i really like the ending with the like very simple like guitar lead like or whatever it is mm-hmm. like uh
1: I thought that was one of my favorite the turn songs the volume up part, yeah. um, Top Field was one of my favorite songs Yeah. Usage mm-hmm. Saline I thought A- Athlete
3: is also one of my favorite songs it's one of the downers mm-hmm. um, about like not having anything to eat
1: <laughs> Is that what it is? I didn't get to analyze. Yeah, like you don't have money to eat. (laughs) I thought Crater was like a much needed change of pace, but it ended up being it felt like out of all the songs, there wasn't much there uh, that I hooked that grabbed me. You know, Mm -hmm. the five six seven streak is probably to me the weakest for me. The weakest stretch of the boundaries is
0: my favorite. So that was so number five.
1: I mean, actually, I like boundaries. Five yeah i i that's that's a lie, yeah i I do like track five, but athlete okay. crater, and I guess quappy the quappy. one after that, but athlete and crater were the ones I felt like uh, I, I didn't really feel strongly about on boundaries <laughs> it's really random, but the acoustic is hard part at the beginning, one of those open notes that hits sounds exactly like failure. It's one of my favorite bands So (laughs) I got a kick out of that And I thought That had another great hook On that song too Yeah Nice So The The One through five Of that album I thought is really strong And then Wishful thinking to the end Was really good too To me But Yeah
2: Yeah That was kind of like Where I was too With like One through three especially But now that you mention it Probably one through five And then like Wishful thinking to the end So Nobody else likes athlete Huh like that I one was again right. I can't remember how that one goes deny oh, yourself okay. no I mean I, there's not a song I dislike really but,
0: uh, but to yeah. go back on uh, Creator, favorite, I guess when that riff at the end kicks in I was super stoked because I thought we were actually going somewhere That was the last second of the song. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, hell yeah. The do 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 This direction.
3: Uh, we haven't really talked about mutual, but I like that song's lyrics a lot. I um, think it's got some nice sort of imagery in there. It, it's kind of like... breakup of some sort and like I like the part where he says like when he wakes up in the dark like I'll always think you're getting ready for work I thought that was a nice line
1: mm-hmm. but I, the person's not there Seth. anymore yeah. I thought the lyrics were pretty strong when I did pay yeah. attention to them yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. much more straightforward than Land of Talks yeah. and I loved <laughs> how they just <laughs> came off the top rope with an elbow to the side of Christine's <laughs> head on that first song <laughs>
3: Who is I Christine? I, I don't really
1: know what that's about, but yeah, somebody <laughs> they just buried her. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, poor Christine.
1: One of my favorite yeah. moments on the album. <laughs> One of those I like questions the, I hope that will be answered. The
2: lyrics about the bus driver. Yeah, I, that's yeah. like yeah, and, feels uh, very like I don't know again, yeah. like, very Philadelphia to me for some reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, if this band was somehow playing in your town, mm-hmm. would you go see? And what would you do while there?
2: Um, I would go for sure and try to stand as close as I could. But yeah. if people were moshing, I would step aside.
3: <laughs> I don't think people are going to really mosh, to be honest. I think they're going to just yeah. be like nodding their heads yeah. in agreement and feeling the groove. Yeah. At least in Boston. Um, Mm -hmm. i'd definitely be there obviously and i'd probably be singing along Mm -hmm. trying to stand close
1: trying to catch eyes with the singer Uh, probably not (laughs) (laughs) zach i don't know
3: be hitting the merch table
1: yeah no no
2: If you were visiting us, Zach, we would make you go with us.
3: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, you gotta admit, I, though, dude, this would be like a perfect band to see in a basement. Like, yeah, how so? hits the vibe. It's a like, good. You know.
0: It's a good show up in Head Bob. Like, I would do that. The thing is, I think James would probably make me go to the show, or if I was visiting <laughs> you guys, you'd make me go to the show. So I'd probably end up there. But if it was just me, like, <laughs> not of your own accord, probably not. I'm not. This is a band that like,
1: I would love to book because it would be like perfect for the type of shows we used to like to do
0: yeah Mm -hmm. for sure and like i don't dislike this album or this band i just it was okay i just want to put that out there again (laughs) i'm not the villain here
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i would go i uh would probably stand at the back and i'd probably buy a shirt or something like that but i wouldn't buy the lp and or a cd Mm -hmm. because i just talked about how I should get those for free. Because musicians
0: so. <laughs> should not be paid, is what... You said they're oh, not you worth saying any money. You just that's talked right, about how right.
2: your record player is broken. Well, that too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so, do you actually listen to music, James? That's not clear. I, mean, I
1: got my MP3 player right here. Okay. We post gotcha. pictures of it all the time on our Instagram. That's true. Um, I don't feel as down on it as Zach, but I do feel similarly to Zach, where it's like, I didn't... Like, it wouldn't... I mean, what used to be that I could pick like 50 of my top albums in the year, right? It may break like the top 25. It might be in 25 through 50, but it wouldn't be in like my top 25 or something for the year. But it would be like, that's a great album. It's good. I'm always happy when I find bands like this in the emo genre. Like I want to find more of them like this. But for my personal tastes, I tend to like more stuff that like genre hops a little more or something. I don't know how to describe it. Um
2: Yeah, it's pretty firm within just the emo. But
3: it's like realm. now see you guys keep saying that, but I don't really think that this is what comes to mind when most people think of emo. Um well, it's like a lot of emo now like is way like I don't know, twinklier than this, especially these days. Yeah, I mean um, it doesn't
2: sound like prince doesn't, daddy or mom jeans there's right.
0: no songs at six four
2: yeah or that there's
3: <laughs> i mean it definitely is emo in terms of like the vibe probably more so than a lot of bands that get e- called emo um and yeah. maybe that's like i don't know why i like it but hmm. i think it's uh you just told someone yeah it's an emo album it doesn't quite tell the whole story i agree so indie rock i don't know uh. it's like
2: Basement rock. Yeah. It's not a <laughs> sure. you
1: would see in a basement. That's a perfect way to describe it. Basement emo. It's a welcome addition to my... It would be on my emo playlist. Like, it, it's a welcome addition to my Hangout yeah. playlist, my emo playlist, whatever. I could play it in the car, and it wouldn't upset my wife, which is great. <laughs> Always <laughs> on a search for that type of stuff. Don't
2: play it in front of your kids. It says fuck in, like, every song. Well,
0: you know, they gotta learn. Um, yeah. They're not gonna learn from James, because he doesn't say bad words. <laughs> but for Let my they wife, learn they from will. But music. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. I mean, how how okay. do you guys feel about that, kids? Kids being around cuss words.
0: It's fine. Uh, my father was a sailor, and he cursed like one. So,
1: hmm.
3: I've got I think. Um, yeah. I mean, when they're very young, I think you do need to be careful because otherwise, they'll start saying it because they just say whatever they hear. Yeah, and then they
1: can't stop. Um, right, like that just it goes gets out of control. I don't know.
2: Well, it tends but, to get a reaction. Right. So, right.
1: and
0: it's, and it's like, fun as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Right.
3: So. I don't know. I mean, like... Like... I would be fine with my kids listening to music that had cuss words in it, but I probably wouldn't want them cussing at home.
2: As long as they do it elsewhere. Yeah. Outside the
1: house only. <laughs> Step out on the Step
3: porch.
2: Step outside. <laughs> um,
1: I sort of am, feel like they're going to hear it at school, you know, and I'd rather them have, like, a healthy outlook on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, if you make oh. it
2: seem like the worst thing on earth, right. then they're just going to want to do it even more. Right. even more. Um, so.
1: I'm okay with Probably them listening better to, to not
2: hold those words in such high regard.
1: I'm okay with them right. listening to music with cuss words.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I prefer that I as a person who doesn't really cuss myself. I mean, I guess I I say doesn't really, but I don't. But uh I guess I wouldn't be upset if they did. I feel like it's a really uh, maybe not almost essential part of effective communication when used properly, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if they can <laughs> Utilize it in a way that's productive. Great, you know, not not, not against it, but I sound like a goober. Whatever. But yeah, would would play this in the car with my three year old and two year old. It's better than it's better than blippy.
2: Definitely. Um, Does would, Zach enlighten us.
0: Okay, yeah, what's. Oh, are we are you about to get our next pick? I'm very nervous about this.
2: Have you already decided?
0: Yeah, I mean I pretty much said it last week, but we're gonna do uh A Father, Son, Holy Ghost by Girls. Is that on here? It it is on there. It's somewhere oh, there on it that is. list. Okay. Um I don't think have I think Patrick is maybe the only one that's listened to girls before. I
3: yeah, don't know. Not this album. Okay. I, even the album the other one that's just called album, I think I don't Oh, if i ever listened to it all the way through i just knew the singles from it
0: okay uh it is like it clocks in at about an hour so oh my god maybe come on dude. start start listening to it right now it's <laughs> kind of the antithesis of this click album it's all over the place <laughs> and very long so we'll see how you guys react to it I'm sure one of us will hate it oh i maybe all three we'll see
1: we will see i'm, I- I'm a little scared i'm a little scared i have I know nothing about this band
0: I already told Jessica I, that the, I'm feeling like James might not like this one. So
1: I'm expecting to like it because I, I liked the songs that I knew by them.
0: So. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens.
1: I'm expecting to like it because I like you, Zach.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen.
1: Thanks for listening to the Club Club podcast. If you missed it, next week's pick is Father, Son, Holy Ghost by Girls. If you'd like to get in contact with us to uh, talk about the music we're discussing, or maybe request us to cover something, hint, we we'll probably won't do it, but or ask us why we're not talking about audiophile gear, etc., um, you can email us at clubclub at hardaudiocables.com. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Bye.